believe Woody said on his show on, on ESPN the other day was like people get talk all this smack about how Dak turns the ball and is careless with the ball. And Josh Allen is, is the same way in his own way. Josh and it, 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 it's, it, like really the last two getting two years really showed like I feel like he almost went back into his own, especially last the last last game yesterday, just because now that Dable was gone, is now he's kind of resorting back to his old ways when he was like the first few years in the league. Cause like some of them throws, I was like, you just rolling down and just flicking it. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. And, and I see why he can lie and say all he wants to. Stefan Diggs was tired of some of them throws. And he tried to play it off good, but it's not going to be playing off good for so long. Episode of the CBMK show because it is what it, it is. I'm your host, Cody Kelly. Look, I want you to connect me all platforms CBMK33, CBMK underscore global. It is what it is on the show. We have an amazing show today. What makes it amazing, you might ask? It's amazing because we have to cover the atrocity of the week one of the NFL. Yes, I said it. An atrocity, a bunch of letdowns unforeseen injuries and a script that is going in the wrong direction so i brought back the one the only steve-o speaks steve-o how you doing today man i'm still recovering i'm, I'm still, still recovering. recovering i'm one of them bears fans where it messes up my week it messes up my week when we lose and the way we lost i'm not i'm not a happy camper at all a bear, literally, a bear. I feel like a bear lady to a camp. Well, look, I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm going to start with the segment. What is going on with the Bears? Is it safe to say that the season is over? I'm not going to say the season is over. But um, tell you one thing. We might just found out. Not even might just, but I think we found out maybe uh, one or two mistakes of Ryan Poe's first few mistakes of this organization, of this new regime, and that's hiring to be honest, all these coaches. I'm not, I'm not, I can single out a couple, but I'm just gonna say all because all of them haven't impressed me yet. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm not going to start with everybody else because I'm going to start with the main person I, I not like from day one and up to now. And that's Allen Williams, the defensive coordinator. I'm not liking Allen Williams because everybody loved to say, oh, he didn't have no talent. But what people don't understand when it comes to the game of football is as a coordinator, that's when I can tell if you know how to really coach football is when you have lesser talent. And for the most part last year, I see us in a 4-3 defense guessing. 
And when you out there have your defense out there guessing in the 4D defense, it's open sesame. It's not very hard, especially for experienced quarterbacks. It's not very hard. It's very easy to pick apart a 4-3 defense. A 4-3 defense is type of quarterback is where you, you want to put on against a Daniel Jones, um, a Kirk, a Carson Wentz. The, the dudes that's not the elite of the league, that's not the greatest decision makers, They that's still 4-3 where you can disguise coverage, make people throw picks. Can't do that with everybody. Aaron Rodgers can pick it apart. It's people like that can pick it apart. That's what it is. So when you don't have a tight coverage and the middle of the field is constantly open, that's what's all they're going to eat. And that's all they was doing. Middle of the field, middle of the field. And then the gap defense is terrible. You don't teach gap discipline. You just tell them to pick one and go full speed. And that's not the way you got to do it with this man. It's people running backs know how to read. So that's how you got to play with this defense. You got to read and react. Not just pick a lane and all go because that's just going to open up another gap, <laughs> and he's just going to read and go to that gap. So that was the main thing I seen. Now that they got talent, and I'm still seeing the same things. Would you? Would it be safe to say that it was a coaching, uh, a coach's mistake or coach's loss? Right? Like in, yes. in my evaluation, um, I think the teams were evenly matched from a talent perspective. I didn't see anybody so dynamic that I was like, this is the reason this dude just took over the game. I saw bad call, play, you know, play calling, um, not understanding situations, not utilizing who you had on the field, and not trusting Justin with the ball. Let me read you a stat line that is something to take note. Justin Fields had a QBR on Sunday of 21.6. 216, one TD one pick vice versa we go to just we go to jordan loves stats for yesterday 245 three touchdowns zero interceptions are we reading too much into it or is jordan alexander love a better quarterback than justin fields absolutely not and if you watch that game you know he didn't play that good if you look at every big play every big play was blown coverage every score play was a blown coverage he was struggling to be consistent. He was his. To be honest, the second half is when he got his gathering together because the run game was established. Once the run game was established, like I said, we was out there guessing. The play action was working, and he was hitting his targets. Not to say he now he did. I will say he had one nice ball that was a real legit quarterback throw back shoulder uh, back shoulder throw to I believe Romeo Dobbs, and I was yeah. like, ooh, okay, he ain't no scrub. That's one thing I would say. He ain't no scrub for sure. But to say that he's better than Justin, first of all, that first half, Justin came out that first quarter five for five. He did. And it was just like, and he, that was not what Love was doing. But, like, there was times literally after the first few drives of seeing Jordan Love, I was like, just give Justin to them. They will use him way better. Way better. Because that was my whole thing. Because I didn't even get into Luke Gessie. I don't know what type of op stuff he was on, but uh, he coached like he woke up, like he woke up in Green Bay that day. There is like I for the last few days, I I got caught the uh, I've caught a couple things 
on of uh, schemes, different way of uh, not different ways, different tapes, the way different angles of tape. Because I really there was just some plays I would sit down and watch it. I'm just keep rewinding. One of those plays that I kept rewinding was that one sack in a red in a um, red zone that Justin took uh, when he rolled out mm-hmm. and he just got went to the he should have threw the ball away and he didn't. He just took the sack. When I look back and go over that thing, we have two wide receivers running a fade, a, a fade, which is just basically um, lob the ball up, jump ball. That's pretty much what a fade route is. Right. So you got two, your X and your Y both doing fades, and it's an RPO play. That football, football sense, that makes no sense because if you're going to do a fade, you're either under center or in shotgun. And you're just going to toss it quick. So the fact that you thought he was going to do an RPO, either just run or take it, or even if those was your two options, like football sense, I don't understand why that made no sense. And there was just a ton of plays Sunday, offensively wise, where you just like, I don't get the concept of this play because football is like math. Football is like a puzzle. You do this play, so this play will work. You do this to disguise that so that can work. You put you. I one thing people don't understand. Like I'm gonna do a motion. The motion is just to disguise you to take your mind and make you move because I could just be moving to the right so he could get in front of DJ uh, DJ Moore. So DJ Moore out route could be wide open because he's paid attention to the motion. True stuff like that, and we just wasn't seeing that. We kept seeing screen, 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 hat back dive, hat back dive, screen, screen, screen. And I'm like, and not only that, they're not regular running uh offensive line, go get a go run type of screens. It's tunnel screens where you're relying on Claypool to block and he don't lock. He don't like to block. And we seen him get blown up by a 5'11, 200 pound man, and Claypool is 6'5, 240. Should not happen. What is the hesitation? Um on the Chicago Bears part for not trusting Justin to throw. You know, he has a cannon, he has an arm, he's demonstrated a, a level of accuracy. Uh, you can't, you know, pigeonhole him uh, for that. Um, but it's like they don't want him to go beyond 15 yards, right? 15 yard throws. It, it, bro, I- is it safe to say he's being used as trade bait? Like, could you see a mid season trade or early season where, you know, Justin is on the market. You could get two, you know, not three picks. Uh, somebody like, you know, Zach Wilson. Or, oh, well, actually, he's a starter right now. Maybe not Zach Wilson. <laughs> but, you know, they just, they just won. Don't look at it like that. They just won. They just won. Uh, but somebody, you know, that is on the fringe and, you know, you could bring somebody else in. No, because they know the city of Chicago will kill them. That's not gonna happen. Um, and then you don't trade the number one pick for a wide receiver if you've been believing it, dude. See, this is the thing why I'm like making these faces is because why I was so frustrated doing this game because it's just like it's, it, nothing makes sense at all. Like, from a especially from your offensive coordinator, Luke Getzi just doesn't make sense. Like, I was explaining to somebody, I was like. You normally in football, you don't trade. I mean, you don't trade. You don't fire your coordinators. You just don't do it in the middle of the season it's just the, or the beginning. It just doesn't happen. 
that performance was such a fiery bull offense, and it's because not because of his game one. It's not. It's a. It's a multiple layer of things. Sure. One, I talked to somebody about this, and they had nothing to say. I said, "Okay, you're giving me this thing about how we waited six weeks. We waited six weeks for this offense to finally click, and fit, for him to figure out. Oh, when I get Justin on the move, that's when he can turn into that passer we all know he can be. Right." And now you start the season next year with more talent and you go back to the first game plan that didn't work. And then you can't say that you don't trust him throwing downfield because you gave him ample times last year to throw downfield. But the problem was you wasn't allowing him to throw 37 passes like he did last week. So now you're allowing him to throw more, which was we was asking you to do, but now you don't want him to throw downfield now. See, it I forget who it said. I think it was on one of those, I think it was on Get Up. Yep. I forget who it was. And he came out and said, No, it wasn't Get Up. It was the other morning show. Um, I oh, forget wow. what his name. He's a Bears. Uh, he likes the Bears. Okay. Um, but he came out and was like, Did they out coach the Justin Fields out of Justin Fields? Because it's like which they have, they made an emphasis of he need to work on his checkdowns, which we all wanted him to do. Yeah, and now it's like he's looking for the checkdown instead of being him. There was there. Don't get me wrong, Justin did not play a good game either. You can watch the tape. There's plenty of open throws he could have made to DJ Mooney to other people. He just didn't pull the trigger, or he went to the checkdown. You know. Sometimes when we're trying to assess talent and we're trying to understand why things aren't going, does it ever occur to us that the pairing is just not good? That Justin Fields as a bear just doesn't work. Not because there's anything wrong with Justin Fields. He's an exceptional talent as as an amazing athlete. But he's not in a system that is going to hone his skill set. Versus. I wouldn't even say it's not the it's not even the system. It's really the coaches. I was sitting out there this last like even last year, I was like, okay, that was a talent loss, that was a coaching loss mixture of that. Yeah. Last week was I will say 80% coach, 20% players. Makes sense. They the, the players, yes, they once they was down, they was down. But the thing is, when you get caught like <laughs> when you players are are human too, so they're sitting back on this thing like, so we just gonna keep doing the screens. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to keep getting up to go play football, and this is not fun. There's right. nothing fun about what we seen Sunday evening. It's just not like DJ Moore was mad by the second quarter because he like, bro, yeah, what you bring? What you bring me for? And the two times you gave me the ball, it worked. Yeah. We've been calling for screen. We I me personally, one big aspect of this whole entire offense is running slants. Yeah. And we probably ran one slant last year. And we ran one slant last game and they got a first down and we never did it again. Just like how we passed one pass went past 20 yards and it was a touchdown and we never did it again. It's the Bears, man. You got to love them. Like, at this point, it's like, bro, do we have the curse of not knowing how to get a – first of all, 
Flus was questionable because Flus, everybody knows Flus wasn't our first option. Right. But the biggest question was always Lucas, was Luke Getz. You don't hire a QB coach that's never been an OC to become your OC. We already have a young quarterback right. that's been dealt a bad hand when it comes to coaching and OCs. So you can give him a rookie right next to him, along with another rookie DC, Sometimes. along with another rookie head coach. Sometimes it's like that. Steven, let me take a quick break, and then I want to hit you with some uh, around the NFL news because there's a lot of quarterbacks that had shaky starts. Good word from our sponsors. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. Oh, www.cbmkglobal.store. The protein just dropped. The way is out. The only way isolate you'll ever need. 110 calories, 25 grams of protein. It's fire. New rebrand. I mean, it, it'll go with the Jordan 11. So you got the Jordan 11 in black and gold. It matches it. <laughs> the way it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, man. So look, um, NFL week one was disappointing. Uh, straight out of a reality TV show. Russell Wilson actually had an okay game. Mm-hmm. QBR 111.6, but they still lost two TDs. Is it time for Russ to retire? Uh, I mean, Sean Payton, obviously, you know, he, he's two strikes away from being traded, right? Sean Payton has made it obviously clear that's not his guy. What should Russ do? How about we swap? I don't know about that. Russ, I got you right here. Russ, no. Or Justin Fields, no. Why not? No. Why not? Because he he already he, what did what did this coach just said? I, I need you. What did he say? They just not ki- having babies or kissing babies and, and focus up, right? I don't need him in no big city. I just don't feel like he, he need to be. He 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 not focused on football right now. So I'm not going to put him into a bigger city where he could be more unfocused and worried about his brand and everything. Like I, I, I'm I'm. Mm. Uh-uh. I want a quarterback. I've always been the one that I want a quarterback that we built from the ground up. I don't really want no. We didn't try the Jay Cutlers. We didn't try. I'm done with that shit. Like, because at this point, I don't feel like they'll pick somebody worthy of it. We'll end up getting doggone Ryan Tannehill next year on some stupid stuff. Well, you know, Shador is coming to the market. Fine. All right. You don't accept the Russell Wilson trade. Tua and Tyree. There is, it's not a QB problem here. That's the thing. I don't think it's a QB problem here. It's a coaching problem here. We all right. just, it's all. It, it's just that you it's said it's pretty, not a QB problem. But here's my scenario: take the Steelers and the 49ers, right? Obviously, Tomlin is the better coach. 49ers win. Brock Purdy looks like the second coming of Steve Young. Is it a coach or is it a QB? Because Brock. 
is it? I mean, he is in a better system. He has Nick Boza. I mean, that's a lot of weapons. You can't really compare that to the Bears situation. Uh, but it looks like you know the 49ers are picking up from where they left off. Yeah, I mean, they they're always going to be like that. Like, I didn't expect anything different. Um, and, and then they even beefed up the defense that they already have. Right. It's just that, like, literally, if you just sit down over the span, I was just talking to my mom about this. She was like, "I'm a woman." And I just watch different games. And you just look at everybody else. And it just like, hmm, makes sense. That throw makes sense. That run makes sense. This offensive call makes sense. And then it comes to us. And it just, we look remedial out there. It's like, did we hire a, a, a 12? If, does a 12-year-old have the mic right now talking to the quarterback? Like, I, What about this scenario? What about this scenario? Tom Brady for a season. Justin Fields learns from the GOAT. He'll die. Yeah, they don't have a line. That's How about this? Like, there is no quarterback. <laughs> Jesus himself oh, Lord. would have a hard time playing quarterback for this team. I think he'd be all right, but I agree. <laughs> hey, because the thing is, he would have made everybody miracle runners. Right. <laughs> they would all turn into disciples. True enough. True enough. Um, Monday Night Football, highly anticipated. Great start. Man. Four plays in, Aaron goes down. I had to pause the TVs. I thought I was, you know, I'm like, is something wrong? Um, Out for the season. Zach Wilson comes in. I thought, well, Buffalo's got this in the bag. No Aaron. That team's kaput. Overtime win. Jets are now 1-0. Is Josh Allen overrated? Yeah, slightly. I won't. I won't. I won't say. I won't. I want to give him the title of overrated because the man is throwing five thousand yards and getting to like big games in the playoffs. So I won't say he's overrated. I just like like other people are saying, people hasn't been holding him accountable like they do other quarterbacks. True. One thing they. One thing like um. I- I believe Woody said on his show on, on ESPN the other day was like people get talk all this smack about how Dak turns the ball and is careless with the ball, and Josh Allen is, is the same way in his own way. Josh and in and, 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 and this and like really the last two getting two years really showed like I feel like. He almost went back into his own, especially last, the last last game yesterday, just because now that Dable was gone, is now he's kind of resorting back to his old ways when he was like the first few years in the league. Because like some of them throws, I was like, "Boy, you just rolling down and just flicking it. Like, what are you doing?" Like, yeah. And, and I see why he can lie and say all he wants to. Stephon Diggs was tired of some of them throw, and he tried to play it off good, but it's not going to be playing off good for so long. So yeah. I think he need, yeah. Um, overrated, you can say it. You can say it. I won't say it, but I will say his foot is to the fire more than it is has ever been. And people are starting to key in on it, even though we, people have been telling. Let me pitch this scenario. I feel like the weekends are owned by football. And I'm watching football all day Saturday. Even watched the USC game late night. It was really good. And then I was watching the NFL. And I was like, man, it's the same game, but it just seemed like college is a little bit faster, 
more exciting, less commercial breaks. And it dawned on me, it dawned on me. There's an absence of that guy from the NFL. You know, when Brady retired, you know, that guy kind of went with him. Like, you, Patty Mahomes, everybody loves, right? But it's not like, man, I got to get the pack. The, you know, I got to tune in. You know, like, that him, the hymns, right? The him effect, the NCAA has it. And they have it in a coach called Coach Prime, in a quarterback called Shador, and in a cornerback, wide receiver, whatever he want to play, and Travis Hunter, right? So... Is Colorado going undefeated this season? No. I already told you that's not happening. Why are they? I watched Caleb Williams. Look, amazing running back. They have an amazing D-lineman who they call the Bear. They have some pieces on that team at USA, and they move fast. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. no huddle offense. The ball is out of the hands in less than three seconds. I would say it's probably about one and a half seconds. Uh, Super, super fast. But Coaching wise, I'm gonna give the upper hand to Colorado. Can we see a perfect season from the Colorado? I just don't see it. I really just don't see it. Don't the team is talented. The team is very talented. They they should be ranked. And I probably have them outside or maybe just inside the top ten when it's all said and done this year. But when it comes to undefeated, it's just not happening. Like there's just way better teams around them. Talent wise and coaching, like, yeah, Dion is a good coach, but we have still yet to see him go up against somebody that's good, just as good as a coach, along with the talent. Nebraska and TCU are good programs, they ain't Georgia, they ain't Bama, they ain't TC, they ain't, I mean, they ain't Tennessee, they not Ohio State, they not Michigan, they not Oregon, they not. Penn State, when you start beating them, then we can have that discussion. But you're not going to give me on that train because you beat the Cornhuskers with a, a, a... We just realized Matt Rule was just in the league. Mm. Now he's back. So, like, it just shows you, like, hey, play just like you might think you good as a coach, but as soon as you go to the league, things change. As soon as you go somewhere else, things change. And Matt Rule had a great program going down at Baylor. Yeah. And we go see if you turn around at the Cornhuskers. But, like, like I said, for me to give them the more respect that they that everybody's already trying to deem them, they got to beat some more people other than TCU and Nebraska. If you, beat, if, you beat, if you beat Oregon, which is coming up, then I might say that. After USC. After you have, if you beat one of those teams, how you look after those games is how I determine my reaction. But TCU and Nebraska, you're not getting a reaction out of me, a big reaction out of me. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm giving them respect for what they have done. They are doing, they are doing the dang on thing, and um, I'm definitely gonna start doing this now. But the key key on your point, you you are, that is a fair point because I think the name, the main guys in the NFL don't have the personality 
no, that draws. No, they don't. Pat is is cool. Yeah, he has his funny moments, but watching watch it is like getting up on Saturday is almost like a whole HBO show. It is. You can go on TikTok, you go on IG, some Colorado Dion Shadour. Shiloh, somebody doing Travis, somebody doing something, saying something, dancing something, they doing something. Right. There's not that in the NFL all the time. When not- it, when you have it in like spurts, like I like to me, um, one of those teams that I if they start winning, that it become one of those people is Baltimore because they have the figures, they have the personality. Yeah, 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 they got OBJ, Zay Flowers, um, uh, Lamar, like a team like that. I can see. Maybe Atlanta would be John Robinson. Like, there's some people that I can see turning around. Like, even Justin to a certain degree. People, when people was when he started running, people started watching. But um, it's the personality behind it. And even with Justin, I don't know because he cool, calm, and collected once the cameras get on. And that's just how he is as a person. Shadur and is his father. <laughs> his father is his son. They both talk that though. They dress night. They make sure their hair cut. Make sure right. their hair twisted. They make right. sure they bling shining. And then they're going to come out there and beat you. And that's what's going to make people tune in. I think they just broke the record for views. Yeah, they did. They did. Like 8.9? Yeah. I'm, I, got a, I got a thought. And I'm going to leave in my final, my final thought when we get back from this, uh, this ad break. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With Superpower pre-workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then ditch your current pre-workout and get the superpower pre-workout to be your own hero. Oh, www.cvmkglobal.store. Let me tell, let me, let me discuss the him fact. The NFL has done an amazing job at controlling personalities. Everybody is kind of a replica of each other. I'm not saying there's a dearth of diversity. I'm saying there's a dearth of charismatic appeal. They have penalized celebrations. They have heavily fined individuals that have tried to go beyond the helmet and beyond the shield. And it's almost a very controlled experiment. What makes college a little different is, first of all, the fans are closer to the field. And what I mean, they can run on the field. You run on the field after a Bears win, you will be arrested, right? (laughs) Immediately. The the other thing is that celebrities are on the sidelines, ex-players on the sidelines. You know, they don't have ex-players on the NFL game sidelines unless you're like a Hall of Famer, right? And it's just a special Unless it's your designated day and retiring your jersey. Exactly. But you can't just be on the sidelines, right? So they've managed, the NFL has made it almost untouchable that the product itself is without reach. You can't get near it, right? And the only thing you can do is look at it. Where at the college, you can try on the product, you touch, you can follow them on TikTok, you can interact with them. They seem closer. And there's a sense of coolness when it comes to proximity. And because, for whatever reason, the referees are not as strict 
they let a lot slide in the NCAA. I mean, yes, they don't want you overly celebrating and taunting, and they have threatened, you know, removal from the game, but I've actually never seen it, right? Like, because yeah. Colorado's been calling that several times. I thought somebody was going to eject the last game, but they just kept saying it, right? They're not going to eject somebody that's paying their salary. So my advice for the NFL is let your hair down. Let the personality show because without the hymns of the world, without the, the personalities, you don't have a sport. You just have X's and O's and X's and O's are not enough. Steve, where can I connect you, my man? Hey, follow me on Steve-O Speaks on everything. NBA Central on YouTube. Also, Bear Central on on YouTube as well, we've been cracking over there. Thank y'all for we just hit 9k over there. So, thank y'all for the subscriptions. Hey, more games to come. Hopefully, we turn it around. Y'all follow him everywhere. And if you want to keep seeing amazing stuff, leaders, content like we do here on the CBMK show, because it is what it is, hit me up on the ground. This scam CBMK33. It is what it is. Underscore show CBMK underscore global TikTok CBMK global www.cbmkglobal.store. Subscribe right now. Hit that notification button. Like, share, subscribe, comment at CBMK on YouTube. And until next time, guys. Thanks. If you think exercise alone got me looking like this, well, think again. CVMK Global Super Thick got me right. I'm obsessed and yeah, I won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places. Its creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape. And it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need Super Thick.